Welcome to the Rimfire Tactical Podcast. This is your host, Chris, from rimfiretactical.com, and I'm glad you're here. Welcome to episode 60, everybody. Hope you guys are staying safe and warm and not having too many issues. Uh, for any of the listeners that are out in the Texas and Oklahoma, that, that whole area, uh, man, my heart goes out to you guys. Um, for those of you who are listening to this in the future, Texas had a record um, cold spell that just unfortunately just it, it overwhelmed their uh, power grid. And um, I know people there who have been without power uh, five, six days and with record low temperatures for a record amount of time. Um, it's just been such a nightmare for them. I know several of those folks, um, had to evacuate their homes because it was below freezing inside of their homes. And then to make matters even worse, um, they had pipes bursting and homes were being flooded and all kinds of different things. So yeah, don't normally start off uh, episodes talking about stuff like this, but like I said, it's uh, it's just something that is such a shame. And I know so many great people who live there, and actually I visit there quite often. So uh, my heart goes out to you guys, and uh, just please stay safe and healthy there. Uh, but uh, let's talk about something else. Um, going to talk about two main things in today's episode. Not gonna. Um, not going to have a whole lot of small talk getting into it. Um, I just really want to kind of address a couple of issues that I'm seeing consistently coming up. Um, first and foremost, for those of you that this is your first time listening, thank you for tuning in. Really do appreciate the fact that you took the time to check out the podcast. Uh, just know there's at least 59 previous episodes. So feel free to go back and check those out. For those of you that are coming back to listen to another episode, thank you so much. Thank you for continuing to listen. Thank you for um, giving me a reason to do this. Uh, it is a labor of love, so to speak. It's not something where we have, um, you know, I don't have anybody in the gun industry that's sponsoring the podcast or anything like that. It's truly something I just enjoy doing, enjoy spending uh, the time and, and taking the time to do it. Um, if you're looking for ways to get in touch with us, you can reach out to us through the Rimfire Tactical Facebook group. It's a really good group. We've got over 17,000 members and uh, we're just continuing to grow at such a rapid pace. I'm so grateful for that. And a lot of uh, our users well, a majority of our of our members, not users, but a majority of the members of the group are based in the United States. But we have a uh, growing, um, not only number, uh, a growing number of members of the Facebook group internationally, but also a growing number of podcast listeners internationally. Uh, had people reach out from, I think there's like 17 or 18 different countries now. So very thankful and grateful for that. Uh, if you're not a member of the Rimfire Tactical Facebook group, head on over and request to join. Uh, it's real simple. You're just going to request to join the group. 
It's going to ask you a few questions. Here's a tip. If you don't answer the questions, it's kind of hard to let you in. That's not to say that myself or one of the other moderate uh, mods on the uh, or in the group may not decide to let you in because you have similar groups in common or we have um, similar friends in common, you know, people who are in the gun industry. But at the end of the day, you know, how hard is it to answer three simple questions? It shouldn't be hard at all. And here's a tip. Two of the questions, the answer is yes. Um, the third one uh, used to be yes. And I changed it because, frankly, I got tired of getting all of the fake profiles that um, are basically just bots, you know, trying to join the group. And those take a lot uh, to police and, and keep from getting in there. And, and then you have the spammers and all that stuff. So we realized if I made something, you know, if we changed it and came up with something that was a more rimfire specific question, that would probably limit you know, eliminate some of, or make it not necessarily eliminate the request to join, but it would absolutely, um, you know, make it more easy to identify the spammers, the people who don't have any idea what we're talking about. And so uh, yeah, we changed it to just a simple question, you know, who makes the best rimfire ammunition? And that's a subjective question. You know, some people say Elix, some people say Lapua. Uh, we've had people say CCI. Um, I've had people say federal, oddly enough, haven't had anybody say in Remington or Winchester though. So, um, but anyway, you know, if you're looking for a way to get in touch with us, the Rimfire Tactical Facebook group, it's a great way to, to reach out to us. You can also find us on Instagram, Rimfire Tactical there. Um, there's actually a couple of Instagram accounts with that name. Um, ours is the one that not only is it linked to the Rimfire Tactical Facebook business page but it's also the one that has a variety of rifles everything from uh well rifles and handguns but it's everything from voodoo to on shoots um i think there's some smith 41s maybe um some volcorts and rifles kid rifles um yeah there's a wide variety uh the other rimfire tactical page that i've noticed um that's on instagram it's an inactive page uh, they haven't had anything posted in years but um, I'm assuming it's somebody who's a fan of, of on shoots rifles, um, cause all they have on there is, is on shoots, but outside of, uh, Facebook and, um, Instagram, you can also shoot us an email at rim or contact at rimfiretactical.com. Uh, that's our email address. And, um, in the not too distant future, hopefully within the next week or so, uh, we will finally have um, the Rimfire Tactical Forum uh, active. We have, um, I talked about this for a little over a year now, and it was, uh, it was on the drawing board to be completed last year. We started working on it, but with COVID and all the different changes, um, just, you know, had a lot of other things that uh, needed attention more than that. And, um, and frankly, you know, I, I've still went back and forth a lot on um, the need for a forum. I mean, it's um, much like the podcast and and uh, everything else that I, I do as part of uh, all of this. You know, it's not something I'm making money from. Um, it, it's actually it's an expense. Um, the forum is actually a 
rather significant expense. But at the end of the day, um, I, you know, I love shooting. I love rimfires. I love talking about rimfires and shooting. And, you know, I like, I like to have a place where those of us who have a similar interest in the types of guns that we shoot, the types of matches we shoot, even the types of hunting that we do, I'd like for us to have a place that we can do those things and specifically a place where we can do those um, without having to deal with some of the headaches or some of the things, you know, the drama that tends to, to follow social media. Um, you know, the first thing I really wanted to talk about today is it, it specifically deals with social media. You know, before Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Parler, MeWe, and I'm sure there's a hundred other uh, social media networks that I'm forgetting. Before those were ever a thing, really my first interaction, if you will, um, my first opportunity to have exposure to something like social media, and I, I would assume it's probably the same for a lot of listeners, um, those of us that are in our 30s, late 30s to uh, you know, early 40s and, and older, if we were active online and we were interested in guns, no doubt you've, you've had interactions on different gun forums. You know, there's tons of gun forums, and like anything, there's good ones. There's others that, eh, they're not that great. But, you know, some that come to mind that are, are favorites of mine, um, Sniper's Hide is probably the gun forum that I've been a member of. I don't know if I've been a member there the longest, but I've been a member for a long, long time. And... You know, I, frankly, I'd never even heard of it. I just found it when I was trying to get some, gain some knowledge for longer range shooting. Um, I've talked in previous episodes before. At heart, I'm a hunter. I love to hunt. Um, small game, big game. I, I just like being out in the woods, out in the fields uh, with, with a rifle in my hand. That is my favorite thing to do. And uh, it just so happened I'd always had an interest in shooting long range. Um, got really lucky as a kid uh, several times, taking some really long shots with 22s. I had absolutely no idea what I was doing. Um, I was basically on like my grandparents' farms. I would hunt groundhogs and... Um, kind of use the same principle with the 22 that I did with a uh, BB gun. A BB gun, if I was shooting at a target or a bird or whatever, um, you know, if I aimed directly at it and on a bright sunny day, if you've ever shot one of the old, like the daisy uh, lever action, like you work the lever to cock it, uh, air or uh, BB guns, I mean, they, I don't even think they called them air rifles back then. They were just BB guns. And uh, on, on a bright sunny day, like the velocity would be so slow on the BBs that you could actually see the, the gold streak of the, the BB flying. But 
with those things, what I, I figured out is as I would shoot, you know, if I was aiming directly at the target and the BB was hitting short of the target, well, you know, <laughs> it didn't take um, a rocket scientist to go, hey, okay, let's aim a little higher. And so, you know, I got really good with a BB gun uh, just holding over. And with the 22 rifle, I didn't have that much success because I, I understood and, you know, had, and also was told, you know, by my father and my grandfather, you know, you can't just throw a shot anywhere with a, a 22, like you can with a pellet rifle. But, you know, I got lucky a few times, made some, uh, some longer shots and, um, you know, definitely wasn't skill. Um, but it, it really got me interested in shooting long range. But as, uh, as I got older, I kind of got away from 22s for a bit, really got hooked into um, uh, deer hunting, and I missed a deer, um, gosh, it's been, I guess, 20 years ago now, but it's probably one of, one of the better bucks I've ever had a chance to shoot at, and uh, the long, long and short of the story is I didn't know how long, how far away the deer was. He looked like he was a long way off. In my mind, he was way, way, way off. And so I guessed and um, on where the bullet would hit, and I was shooting a uh, 300 Winchester Magnum, which for those of you that are familiar, 300 Win Mags are incredibly flat shooting guns. Uh, not to mention I was shooting a, a 150 grain bullet, so it was moving along really fast. But I thought I was going to need to hold over the deer's back. So I put the crosshairs just above the deer's shoulder. Um, I mean, completely off of the deer. And when I pulled the trigger, I saw dirt fly exactly where I put the crosshairs. And long story short, uh, it turned into a rodeo. I, I put the, uh, the other three rounds that I had in the gun. I, I fired those things about as fast as I could. And the rifle is a Browning, uh, a bolt with the ball system on it. And, uh, couldn't hear anything for about three or four days, but that, uh, that taught me that there was a whole lot more that I didn't know than what I did know about long range shooting. So I started looking around on, um, Yahoo cause back then Yahoo was the search engine, not Google and, uh, found, um, found a website called sniper side found a bunch of other ones, but realized that the amount of content and knowledge that was on sniper side was as good as anything I had ever seen. And so I became a member of that forum. Uh, somewhere along the same time frame, I found another great forum, one called Grimfire Central. And then through the years, there's been several others, long range hunting, um, rock slide, 24 hour campfire, uh, as real as it gets. Um, there, there's tons of great ones that are out there. The challenge though, with those is for the most part, you have an avatar. You don't, most people don't use their real name and, um, you know, that's fine. I mean, a lot of people were very, are very open on forums about who they are. And a lot of people, uh, love the anonymity of it and, you know, don't always even really share anything of value. It's almost like they're, they love to be the troll, the person to just be there just to, you know, be disruptive and, and create drama. 
But that was my first interaction with uh, what I would refer to as social media because, you know, you were talking to other people, you were sharing experiences. Um, in some cases, you know, you're getting along. In other cases, people weren't. But that was really the first interaction that I'd had with social media. So you fast forward to where we are now. We've got Facebook, Instagram, all those other social media channels. And the difference between a forum and social media, for those of you that aren't very familiar with it, a forum is typically either owned by a corporation or it's privately owned. Whereas uh, companies or, you know, uh, social media is owned by Facebook, uh, or I'm sorry, <laughs> Facebook is social media, but, but Facebook owns, of course, Facebook. They also own Instagram. Uh, from what I understand, they also own a few other social media channels. And the thing about using social media platforms is that a majority of those platforms are owned by technology companies who are not Second Amendment friendly. They are not fans of the gun industry. So it's kind of like for those of you that have listened to previous podcasts, you've heard me talk about the one sponsor we have on the show, which is GetAccuratePayments.com. GetAccuratePayments.com is a credit card processing company that uh, is Second Amendment friendly. And so we typically will talk about how you know people in the gun industry have a habit of using technology companies to process their credit card and debit card payments for their websites and their retail stores, and then being shocked when a technology company like Square or uh, QuickBooks or Stripe, uh, just to name a few, they seem shocked when those companies decide that, oh my goodness, that business is selling a weapon, a firearm. We don't support that type of industry. And then they shut down their account. They hold their money for, uh, I've seen money held as long as 90 days. And people act like they've never heard of this. PayPal, it's a great example. Uh, I'm always just like left speechless when I meet people in the gun industry, especially those who've been around for a while. When I find out that they're using PayPal, on their website, um, I mean, PayPal, Stripe, Square, all these different companies, they say in their terms and conditions that you cannot sell weapons, you cannot sell guns, gun parts, gun accessories, anything related to a gun. And yet people still do that. Well, here's the, the, the flip side of that. When it comes to social media, you know, again, Facebook being the, the biggest uh, one out there, um, but Twitter, all of them, all these platforms, they make it very clear that they don't support the gun industry. They allow folks like myself and many others to have either groups where we talk about guns, pages where we will, uh, you know, maybe have information about our business or whatever, but it's, very explicitly spelled out for you in their terms and conditions. You can't sell guns through Facebook. You can't talk about selling guns through Facebook. Um, the same goes for ammunition. Uh, to an extent, it's optics, accessories, it's all of it. Um, 
you can't do those things. And if you do, you run the risk of getting either your page removed from Facebook and being blocked, yourself getting removed or blocked on Facebook or basically put into timeout or Facebook jail, as a lot of people jokingly call it. But you also run the risk of getting your group or group that you're part of either uh, temporarily suspended or completely removed. And, you know, if you're a member of a group and you don't have a stake in the game, I get it. You don't care. Um, you know, if you if you think you've got a chance to sell your your scope or your gun or whatever and make a few dollars, I get you may not care. But there are a lot of people who are a part of, of different groups, not just mine. But there are a lot of people that are part of groups on Facebook. They genuinely enjoy going there and being able to share experiences, talk about match results, ask questions about you know the different rifles or scopes or ammunition that they're looking at. So, you know, whenever somebody requests to join our group, in the early days, we didn't have any questions. We didn't have any way to keep people out or, you know, qualify. And that was okay. Uh, it's not something that, you know, really I thought I would need to address. <clears throat> Sorry, a little coffee. But, you know, as the group grew and we started to see some some issues, that's when we had to come up with the group rules. That's when we had to start, you know, having those qualifying questions uh, when you request membership, all those different things. So I know a lot of you are really familiar with this entire process. And you're like, my gosh, Chris, you've wasted 20 minutes talking about this stuff. Why are you doing this? It's real simple. Nearly every single day, the moderators of the Rimfire Tactical Facebook group are policing, and I hate to use that word, but I don't know another way for it. Um, we're, we're having to police the group. Not only do we have to approve all new posts, and you know, for those of you that aren't familiar with it, we approve on average about 40 to 60 posts a day. We also decline about 25 to 30 posts every single day. The ones that we approve, you know, they're asking questions, they're providing content, um, you know, it's good discussion. The ones that we decline are typically, um, you know, completely violating the rules of the group, the rules that you agree to to become part of the group. They're either trying to sell something, rifle, handgun, scope, ammunition, especially the ammunition. You know, just on a side note, man, I'm all about capitalism. I am in business. I own businesses. Um, I understand completely supply and demand. But, you know, I also like most people tend to get a little tweaked when I see, um, when I see these goobers that go out and if you don't like it, I get it, you know, take it for what it is. This is my opinion, nothing more, but let's just say I'm not a big fan of those guys that go out and, you know, they stand in line at Walmart for six hours and harass the people who work at Walmart 
so they can buy, you know, a box of ammo and then go and stick it on um, some local Craigslist type uh, website or sell it on some gun form. And, you know, they're trying to get three or four times what they paid for the, the ammo. I get that's how capitalism works. I absolutely do. But that doesn't mean I have to like it. Uh, and so that's my opinion. You know, take it, leave it, whatever you want to do. But like I said, we end up having to decline a boatload of posts every single day. In addition to that, you know, as hard as we work to try to uh, fully vet each person that joins the group, there are days where we have over 100 people trying to join. And that sounds great. And I know many people would say, Chris, why wouldn't you let everybody in? Just let them all in because then the numbers will be even higher. Instead of 17,000 members, you might have 25 or 30,000. Well, that's true. But if we don't vet them, that's how we end up with a lot of the spammers, you know, just bringing all kinds of crap into the group. So we have to take our time and do it. And, you know, I'm so appreciative to the moderators um, that work with me in the group. I mean, they're like myself. We're not making anything uh, to do this, but we see so much value in the group. And so we really, really enjoy the conversation. And, you know, we, we work hard to try to take care of it. So I've talked all about this for one simple reason. I've had a bunch of people reach out to me and say, Chris, why in the world are you going to go to the expense of creating this forum? Why are you doing all that? Well, for one thing, Facebook, as we've talked about, has made it very clear for a long, long time. They are not fans of gun groups. And, you know, our little group with 17,000 people in it, uh, as of when this is recording, it's hard to say how many people will be in it by the time, you know, some people are hearing this. That's that's so insignificant to Facebook that, you know, one goober, you know, trying to sell their $200 uh, scope or rifle or whatever could give Facebook all the justification that they are looking for to completely wipe out the group. And once it's gone, yes, we can try to rebuild. And I've seen a number of people do this. Um, you know, with success, not, and I, this is not a shot at all of those folks, but I've seen groups that had 50, 60, 70,000 members get nuked by Facebook and then, you know, come back and, and start up and, and, you know, build massive numbers again. I've also seen, um, you know, those people just say, you know what, it's not worth it. And one of the comments that I get all the time, you know, every time that we, you know, point out how someone was trying to sell something, you know, we point out, hey, don't do this stuff. We get all these people who want to go, well, you need to get off Facebook, man. You need to go to MeWe. You need to go to Parler. You need to go to whatever. I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, if you really look at the financials, I think you'd be surprised at who owns the other social media networks that you're talking about going to. Um, and, and even if you look at the ones that Facebook doesn't own right now, at some point in the future, they most likely will. But, you know, 
I, I went down that path to try to help uh, everyone who said, well, we need to get away from Facebook and we want to put something, you should have something on MeWe. You should have something on this network or that network. We're on all of them. And for the, like I said, 17,000 plus members in the Facebook group, there's less than 200 on MeWe. And that's with us providing links in Facebook for people to go to MeWe. So you didn't have to go looking for it. The usage isn't there. People don't use them. The only people that seem to use them are the people who are trying to sell stuff. And even the people who are trying to sell stuff, they don't consistently go there uh, because if they did, you'd see some usage. So my thought was, I'll spend the, the, the time, spend the money, and you know, we'll build a form that's based around the type of types of guns and the types of shooting that we enjoy. And, you know, for those of you that want to sell stuff, we're going to put some qualifiers in place. You know, this isn't going to, this isn't getting designed so it can be, you know, some bargain basement type, you know, form or whatever. But, you know, it, it, it's just, it's so frustrating. And I know I'm, I'm ranting at this point, but, I just can't begin to put into words how frustrating it is at times just to work so hard on something and, you know, just have people, some people that truly absolutely appreciate it, but then you have the other side that just, you know, it's almost like they're just looking for, you know, another, just another way to be a troll. But uh, anyway, last thing I'll say about the forum is this, um, you know, once we get it up and running, we're going to put some qualifiers in, you know, we're not just going to have a bunch of people go there and join just so they can try to sell stuff through the classifieds, but we are going to work on, um, building it out and making it a much better version of what we have in, in the Facebook group. Now I've had some people say, Chris, why would you go to the headache? Why would you go to the expense? We already have great, uh, forums like Rimfire Central. Or we already have a rimfire section in uh, Sniper's Hide. Why would you do that? And, you know, that's a, that's a very valid question. And it's one that I spent quite a bit of time thinking about. The reality of it is, Sniper's Hide in particular, their rimfire section is fantastic. Sniper's Hide is probably my favorite forum. Just tons of information. And, you know, a lot of the nonsense, a lot of the BS... It isn't tolerated there, and I appreciate that. But, you know, I'm looking for something that's focused completely on rimfire, you know, shooting, the types of shooting that we do. And uh, frankly, you know, I just felt like if we have our own forum, then we can take it in the directions that we want to go and not be subject to any changes that, you know, someone else decides to make on their forum. Uh, Frank Galley, the guy that owns Sniper Side, awesome dude. He's got an awesome podcast called The Everyday Sniper. If you've never checked it out, I promise you it is fantastic. He's hilarious. Um, it's full of knowledge. Just a great dude. But, you know, Frank changes uh, Sniper Side from time to time. He has to because it is so huge. So as he makes updates and changes, you know, 
Uh, it's always easy to, to, to tell when something's been done. You just have to look for the people on social media complaining about it. Um, so like I said, that's, that's the main reason that we're going this direction. Now, I've had a bunch of people say, Chris, I don't understand. We already have a great forum. It's called Rimfire Central. Let me just address that real quick, and then we'll move on and be done talking about this. Rimfire Central, in my opinion, is a great forum. Rimfire Central, if you are a hunter, if you are someone who really enjoys sporter rifles, specifically old sporter guns, um, blue um, barreled actions, um, walnut stocks, if you're someone who um, is into older handguns, um, high standards, just one to come, that comes to mind. If you're someone who is into uh, going out and just plinking away for hours shooting at a paper target, um, I think Rimfire Central is a great place for you to be. None of those things are in any way me speak, being detrimental or, or, or you know talking down about Rimfire Central. But that's really, that's the users that are there. If you look through the posts, that's what gets talked about the most. And anytime someone starts asking questions, or I won't say anytime, I don't think you should ever like, you know, just to be all inclusive. But a majority of the time, when I see people who ask questions about NRL 22, PRS type shooting, um, you know, whenever people talk about, you know, rimfire trainers, and I'm not talking about some 1969 Romanian trainer, I'm talking about a CZ 457 in a McMillan stock or in a, a Manor stock, or maybe it's in a chassis, or maybe it's a CZ 455, or it's a Voodoo Gunworks, uh, a Remex. Whenever you see people talking about those types of guns, um, you know, you, you have the, um, <laughs> I, I heard someone calling this on a different podcast. I couldn't help but laugh. But when you have somebody who, who I'm sure is an awesome person and very helpful if you were asking about something that they like, you know, a, a type of rifle or handgun that they really like or a type of shooting that they enjoy. I'm sure they would be incredibly helpful and friendly and everything else. But, you know, if you're talking about PRS style matches, you're talking about, you know, the, uh, the trainers that we use, then, you know, then you get the crusty old curmudgeon. That's the phrase that was used. And, 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 you know, it's, <laughs> this isn't a shot at somebody's age or anything like that. But that's sort of the way that a lot of these folks come across. They come across as, well, I don't like that kind of shooting or I don't like that kind of gun. Uh, oh, 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 here's a great one, too. You know, the people who get so bent out of shape um, because you have a tactical scope, you know, what, what they consider tactical, mainly because it's uh, got exposed turrets and um um, oh yeah, uh, maybe it's got a, a mill reticle 
or mill adjustments. Um, and it's a 30 millimeter tube or a 34, or 35 or 36 millimeter tube. You know, they get so bent out of shape and, uh, you know, their favorite go-to comment, you know, is to reference some sniper wannabe or something like that. You know, the way I look at things, I don't need that kind of negativity in my life. Um, I enjoy the types of shooting and the types of guns that, um, that I have. I enjoy it. Um, the last thing I'm trying to do is to justify that to someone who doesn't see the benefit, doesn't see any need. That's okay. I'm, I'm good with it. Um, you know, there are those people who like to argue and things like that. Um, I can't tell you that that's me. I'm sure there was points in my life when I was younger where I was probably much more like that. But at this point in time, I just look at it as life's too short to spend on people that, you know, don't support you or don't support your cause. So I see no reason whatsoever to, to really, um, try to develop you know, anything there because the posts just don't get, they don't get the conversation going. Um, you know, as a perfect example of just the difference in the groups on our form, we're going to have some sub forms and we're probably going to have some forms that are dedicated to some different um, like we're going to have bolt action versus, you know, and semi-auto and some stuff like that. I don't know that I'm, that we will go to the, to the trouble of breaking things down to specific manufacturers. Um, I just don't really see a reason to do that. But if you look at sales and you look at the overall market, it's, you know, undeniable that over the last five, six years, maybe longer, Voodoo Gunworks has developed an incredible reputation. They put, at this point, I'm sure probably thousands of rifles out. I don't know their numbers. Um, you know, if you've listened to any previous episodes or you've seen any posts from me, you know I like their guns and I shoot their guns. But I can't tell you how many they've produced or anything like that. Um, just like I can't tell you how many rifles... Uh, Tony Kidd, uh, had, with Kid, uh, Kid's Custom Guns. Let's see, he's got, I think he's got a couple websites like, uh, Kid Innovations, I think is one, and Cool Guy Guns is another or something like that. But Kid Rifles and, um, and, and parts for 1022 rifles. I mean, those between Voodoo and Kid. That's two of the most popular names that come up in our Facebook group and that come up uh, also a lot in the sniper side and in any type of conversation about the types of, of shooting that we enjoy. Yet both of those manufacturers um, can't even get their own little subform at Rimfire Central because the moderators there who are, you know, as they should be, they, their interests seem to fall in line with the interests of the majority of the, the users there. They don't see the benefit to these types of rifles. They'll acknowledge that they're accurate, but they don't seem 
any value in them. And therefore, they can't, you know, there's, they refuse to have any kind of subform dedicated to the voodoos or kid, and, and there's tons of others. But at the same time, there are all kinds of subforms dedicated to rifles uh, or handguns that aren't even made anymore. And, you know, that's perfectly fine. I mean, I'm, I'm a shooter much more than I am a collector, but I have quite a few, or have had, that's a better way to say it, quite a few different um, collectibles, um, you know, in, in the Rimfire game. But for the type of shooting I, I enjoy, you know, the old Harrington and Richardson rifles, uh, high standard handguns, those just aren't a good fit for what I enjoy doing. So enough about all that. Um, hopefully that makes sense. You know, as, as my developers are getting finished up, you know, we will have a separate episode talking just about the, the forum and kind of some rules we're going to have in place there and everything. But, you know, we're going to, we're going to work really hard on this, uh, to, to make it as great as we possibly can. I'm sure there'll be some bumps in the road. Uh, we'll have some some issues that come up from time to time. That's just, that's the nature of business, no matter what it is. But, um, you know, for those of you that just can't wait to sell stuff, just go to a different group, go somewhere else. If you're going to get something nuked, um, you know, go sell something on, on, uh, sniper side, um, or go sell something on Rimfire central or sell it on guns, America or guns international or gun broker, but please stop trying to, to, you know, sell in the group because I mean, we're at a point where we just, we, we stopped warning people. We just started deleting them. There's deleted block from the group. You won't even be able to find the group anymore. So I was going to talk about a different subject as well, but you know, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of talking about it. I'm tired of, uh, of the conversations and, and, if this is your first episode, go back and listen to some others. You won't hear me rant like this. It's really rare for me to get aggravated or frustrated. But, you know, it just, the number of posts that I've had to delete uh, or decline over the last uh, three days, it's just unreal. And And my personal favorite is when we point something out and say, you know, hey, this is, here is a Facebook violation, not one that we're telling you is a Facebook violation. Facebook is telling us this is a violation. And if you continue to get these, we'll take down the group. You know, my favorite thing is to have people send me messages and or comment about how the admins of the group or the moderators of the group, you know, um, (laughs) just to give you an example of what we get told. Okay. Well, we're pointing out, don't do this stupid stuff that we've told you don't do. Um, I've been referred to as a communist. I've been referred to as a Nazi. I've been referred to as the Facebook police and all this other stuff. Here's the deal. You agreed to the group rules when you joined. And if you were one of the original members before we had to put those rules in place, you had to go back and agree to those things. It's posted in the group. It's one of the first things you see. So, you know, if you can't follow the rules, it's okay. 
I mean, there's there's tons of other groups on Facebook. You're free to go join those. But I'm just I'm tired. I'm I'm tired of the arguing. Tired of the of the uh, the attacks. Tired of um, a group that we have worked so hard to keep politics out and and be so respectful to have just a handful of knuckleheads that you know are trying to sell something. Um, you know, create so much drama, so much headache. So anyway, enough about that. So the other item we're going to talk about, I'll cover it in the next episode. But please, please, if I come to your house, I'm going to respect your rules. You know, if you tell me, hey, Chris, we don't wear shoes on the carpet. When you come through the door, we need you to take your shoes off here. I'm going to take my shoes off. Whether I've got on socks or not, whether I've got on socks that's got a big hole or whatever, I'm gonna I'm gonna honor your rules. All I'm asking is, when you're in our group, honor our rules. It's not that hard. All right, guys, that's it for uh, today's episode. As always, uh, if you've got any comments, any feedback, uh, you know, I truly believe feedback is a gift. Uh, you can email us, contact at rimfiretactical.com. You can post in the Rimfire Tactical Facebook group. Uh, you can also um, give us a review wherever you listen to podcast episodes, whether it's through iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, wherever you listen, give us a review. You know, winners always give five-star reviews, but hey, you know what? If you think this is the worst podcast you've listened to, if you didn't like my message, if you're one of the people that we've had to kick out of the group because you couldn't follow simple rules and you want to give us a one star, so be it. I get it. That's fine. But give us a review. Like I said, we spend time, you know, we spend um, money to, to get these episodes out, to, uh, to research things, to try to bring value to you guys. All we ask just give us a five-star review. Give us a review. Let us know what you think. All right. That's it for this week's episode. You guys have a great one. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Shoot fast. Shoot often. Cheers. <laughs>